0: And let's be heard for Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. I'm Mike cachopoli Hey, how's everyone doing? <clears throat> a Tuesday night, a Tuesday night. Um, and I have jury duty tomorrow. Damn it, you know, this is the first time I actually have to go in. Uh, isn't it odd they would start a jury process on a Wednesday, the middle of the week? I thought once I was excused Monday and Tuesday, I was like uh, free and clear, but no, have to go in in the afternoon on Wednesday. Uh, how do you, how, how's the best way to get out of this? Do I just walk in and say, you know, everyone in this city who commits the crime should be jailed forever. I think if I just say that, uh, they'll just excuse me, right? Just go in like a crazy person. I think that's what I have to do. I think that's the best way to get excused from, uh, from a jury. Is just to say, you know, hang them all. That's it. So maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll put on a little bit of performance. This is the first time in my life where I've actually had to go in. Oh, God. And in San Francisco. Could there be worse places to like have jury duty than San Francisco or like L.A., New York, Chicago? It's got to be the worst. It's got to be. I'm, I'm interested in seeing this process. I mean, they've been doing this forever. So you think it would be like clockwork, right? Or not, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, I'm excused, so I don't have to deal with this the rest of the week. What kind of a, what kind of a jury would start on a Wednesday or a Thursday? I mean, it's got to be something very easy and quick. If they, who knows, who knows what they're doing? All right, anyway. So that's that's my 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 civic duty tomorrow, jury duty. And hopefully, 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 I will not have to be there very long. Um, maybe I should tell him I have a podcast. Maybe I should listen to my podcast. Go, go listen to my, go inside, listen to my podcast for a few minutes. That should get me off pretty, pretty quick and easy. Don't you think? I think so. I mean, the prosecutor might want me, but I don't think a defense attorney would want me. All right. Um, so what I really wanted to lead with today, um, was you know something we we've talked about a little bit we've talked about the 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 wokeness right the wokeness of the left and the way they like to virtue signal whether it comes to masks or whether it comes to uh ukraine you know holding the ukraine flag the the new the new LGBTQ plus flag um promoting all these woke agenda stuff. And one that really bugs the shit out of me, one that really bugs me, is the idea that we have to change the names of teams. They must change the names of teams. This is this is this is very pressing for people to the left because people wake up in the morning and they go, Oh, I can't deal with one more year with the Cleveland Indians. I can't I can't deal one more year with the name Cleveland Indians or Kansas City Chiefs. Now, if if they called the team if they called the team the the Cachopolis, my last name I, I swear I would not be offended because if you name a team after me, if you name a professional sports team or any team after me, I'm going to take that as a compliment. I'm not going to think, oh gee, they must be disparaging me by putting my name on all their all, all their their uniforms and all their merchandise I'm going to think you know I'm going to take it as a compliment you see because I have uh what do you call it a common sense. I live in the real world. So if I'm a group like Native Americans, who are also called Indians, you know, guy people from the South with those hats are called Cowboys, too. They're Dallas Cowboys, right? So you name a team after Cowboys, you're, you're appreciating Cowboys, right? So it would be the same thing for Indians. If you name a team the Indians, you're appreciating that group enough to put them on your fucking team name for decades and decades and decades. Yet there are people on the left who think it's disparaging to have a name Cleveland Indians. Now, I can maybe, maybe understand redskins. Maybe. That could be seen as slightly disparaging, right? Redskins. The skin, your skin is red. I don't think we'd accept names the black faces or the black skins or the white skins. So I can maybe understand redskins. Maybe. I don't necessarily think it should have been changed, but I can understand someone being upset in, in the 21st century with the name Redskins. But you see, this is what happens when you try to meet people halfway. When you try to be like reasonable and you say, OK, Redskins out Washington football team, you give them a centimeter, they're going to take an inch. You give them an inch, they're going to take a foot, you take a foot. they gonna... This is the whole idea here. That's why they probably never should have changed the name Redskins, because once they saw they got you, once you gave in to them, even just being a reasonable person and saying, yes, maybe, you know, 21st century Redskins is a little disparaging. Then they come after names like Indians and Braves and Chiefs. And it makes, of course, no fucking sense. So now this new thing, and I'll, I'll play Karine Jean-Pierre, KJP, as she's known in the business. Speaking about the Atlanta Braves, recently went to the White House to accept their, you know, congratulations for winning the World Series last year. And this brought up a discussion that they will they should change the name Braves. They change Redskins. They change okay. So the Redskins they changed, then they changed Indians, which made absolutely no sense because once again it's like the Cowboys and Indians. Your name you're naming they're called Indians. People still call them Indians. The Native Americans is a very long name to put on Jersey. Okay, they're a group of people that were known since the beginning of time, or somewhat, as Indians. So i never understood the idea that was a disparaging name. You simply call you are naming a team after a group of people. Which means you appreciate Indians enough to name your team after them. You love the Indians, you're into Indians, whatever, maybe the owner back and whoever it was. The 30s, 40s, whenever the Indians started, loved the Indians. Just loved them. As a kid, he loved Indians. So he named his team the Indians. So what? So then they, they changed that name. And now they want to go even one step more idiotic and change the name Braves. So not only, as dumb as it is to change the name after a group, the Indians, just as so it would be dumb to change the name of a group, the Cowboys, now they want to change the name the Braves, a positive adjective for a group of people. They're calling you brave. They're calling Native Americans brave. That's disparaging to call someone brave? Why is the name Atlanta Braves disparaging? Why does it have to be any? Liberals like to use the word discussion. We need to have a discussion. We need to discuss, have a discussion, a discussion. Bafanguli. a discussion. It's not a discussion. It's us telling you what to do, like liberals want to do all the time. Change that name or we'll say bad things about you and make you uncomfortable. Boo. Boo. The Braves. A positive word associated with a group of people, a brave people. Now you can we can argue till the end of time about that tomahawk chop they do. But even the tomahawk chop, and I'm as a Yankee fan, I find it incredibly annoying. Just as I find that drum beat at the Cleveland, formerly Indians, now Guardians game, constant drum beat annoying that they they play in the outfield. But you can understand. So the tomahawk chop, right? you know, it goes. And for those of you who are not sports fans they, the, the, usually the fans during a rally will get up and they'll use their hand in a chopping motion and the whole, all the whole the whole stadium will go. Oh, 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 like when the Indians were charging in and killing people and fighting. So we can argue about that. But first of all, you can't tell a fan they can't do that. Now, If the stadium, if the arena doesn't want to play the music or doesn't want to egg them on, that's one thing. That's the team's decision. But you can't stop it. Just like the wave. hate the fucking wave. I despise the wave. But you can't tell fans to stop doing that. They paid their money. So if I want to go into a ballpark and go, oh, I can do that as much as I want when I pay my $300 to get in. Whatever ridiculous amount I pay these days. But even that, is that really disparaging? It's, 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 what it's doing is it's remembering a time when this group of brave people would go into battle. That's where it comes from. So as annoying as it might be, is it really disparaging? Is it like it never happened? Is it like we want to erase history? These things never happened? They weren't a part of history? So this is the idiocy of the left. The name Braves—we have to have a discussion to see if the name Braves needs to go. So, how about how about the cowards? How about that? Is that better? The Native American cowards would that work better? The Atlantic cowards? It's so stupid. The whole thing is so idiotic. People are starving. The homeless population is increasing. Crime is out of control in Democrat-run cities. Inflation, gas prices, wars. Unrest, stock market dropping, four hundred one ks failing, and the left cares about this crap. Do we have to rename the team the Atlanta Braves? Why? Why do they do this? This is a this is something that's never asked. Why do they do this? Is this more virtue signaling? Is it more is it? I think it's more authoritarianism. It's like you do as we say or else. We don't like this. You wear that mask. You get those 17 jabs. Or else, or you can't work, or you can't travel, or you can't go to the opera. So you change the name because we don't like that name. We're not going to We're not going even talk about why we don't like it because that doesn't make any sense if we start talking about that. So we're just going to say we don't like that name. We find it offensive and you change it or else. This is more of the left saying you must do this. You must do these things or we'll punish you for it. We'll make you pay for not doing as we wish. You, we'll make you pay for not doing as we want you to do. We have control over you. We have control over your life. We have control over your business model. We have control over the name of your business. We have control over everything. And if you don't like it, we'll sit down and set ourselves on fire like that schmuck did for the climate change. Set his own arm on fire. This is how fucking crazy these people are. I say, set yourselves on fire. Let's thin the herd. Well, let me play. Here, so she's talking about... This makes me want... I really, you know, I think the whole idea of... of. of uh, Jean-Pierre, Karine Jean-Pierre. So we, we like want, we pine for the days of Jen Saki as much as we hated Jen Saki. I, I think this whole KGP, KJP experiment is just to make us pine for the days of Jen Saki because at least she was competent in what she did. She didn't have to look into a book for words. She didn't have a book of words, a book of definitions the way this moron has. But we know why this one has the job. It's a triple identity politics, bangaroo, female, black, lesbian. It's a triple democratic identity politics, bangaroo. That's why she has the job. But here she is talking about changing the name of the Braves. Um, um, the president posting the Atlanta Braves today, I'm wondering if you or the president has any thoughts about some of the controversial, about the team name, the Braves name, the so-called tomahawk shock any thoughts on on so we we believe that it's important um to have this conversation uh you know and uh and native american and indigenous voices uh they should be at the center of this conversation there you go conversation they love the she she said the word conversation like two or three times in eight seconds we have to have a conversation and native americans have to have this conversation about the conversation of the conversation these people are insane. They're just insane people. They really are. Maybe it just comes down to that. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Maybe they're just insane people, and they've they've they been unleashed on us. They're free to be insane. They're free to be crazy people. We have to have a conversation. And and the crazy reporter, who's another probably shit lib. Of course she is. She's a generalist. So Of course she's a shit-lib. There's a 99.9% chance she is. Says the controversy over the name Braves and the Tomahawk Chop. So once again, they want to tell a business. Not only do they want to tell a business they have to change their name, they want to tell the business they have to outlaw free speech in their arena. And they want the people who perform that free speech, the people who pay money to get in, to not do that anymore. Because the left hates free speech. The left Hates not being able to control people's mouths, their movements, their actions. They want to control everything. And while they're controlling everything, they are then projecting and saying the other party is fascist. The other party wants to control women's bodies. Control women's bodies because they don't want women to be able to abort as the child is coming out. This is what they tell you. This is literally what they say all the time. The right's fascist. The Trumpers are fascist. Trump is fascist, 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 fascist. Now change that name, wear that mask, and get that jab. (laughs) It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. So what should we call the Atlanta team? Maybe they'll just call them the Atlanta team. Maybe every team needs to do that these days just to be safe from the wacko left. The New York team. By the way, is the Yankees. Yankees? Is that an offensive name to the South? Yankees? I don't know. It should defend somebody, right? Mets? Metropolitans? I don't know. I don't know. Really pigeonholing a whole group of city dwellers, aren't we? See, you can take this to the nuttiest of nut extremes. And believe me, there are some people on the left who would would listen to me. Who would say, oh, you have a point. Yeah. So how about just New York team, the New York American League team, the New York National League team, the Atlanta baseball team, the the St. Louis baseball team? Because the Cardinals, Cardinals, could have got going to offend birds, you know. Then you have oh my God, I, I can't believe the Kansas City Chief, the Chiefs, a Chief, a Chief. There's no such thing as a Chief. There's no such thing ever. No one was ever called a Chief, right? The Chief never existed. The word Chief, in regard to a an elder, a a, a superior. Native American fighter, never know, know the uh, ranking, never existed. That never existed, right? Let's wipe it out of history so we can't have a chief. If someone calls me a chief, I, I'm not offended by it. Usually it means they're putting me on a pedestal, right? Hey, chief. This is insane. But there's no end to this because we give them an inch. That's why. I don't care if it was called the 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 Washington Redskin bottom dwellers. We never should have changed the name because it just gives them this feeling of superiority that they can control us as much as they want. They say, boo, we jump. We beg them not to protest us. We beg them. What, what does the left actually do anyway? If we just say no, if you punched a bully in the nose, and you just say no. What are they going to do? Set themselves on fire, lie in front of a bridge till we arrest them. What are they really going to do to us? Well, the answer is nothing. And Matt Gates gets proved this when he said most of these pro-choice protesters, pro-abortion protesters, are fat women, and the women screamed, "No, no, you can't say that." And the reporter said. Are you going to take that back? And he said, no, they are fat women. What are you going to do about it? Uh, See, what happened? It went away. They can't do anything, can they? You see, this is the point. You can't give them any satisfaction. You cannot give them any satisfaction because they'll take more and more and more, and it'll be never-ending. And it'll go from absurd to extremely absurd to to like twilight zone absurd and you'll keep on doing it and doing it and doing it and we saw this during the two and a half years of COVID we gave them too much we gave them too much we gave them too much power for too long and of course they took advantage of it of course they did You know, when has the left ever really cared about an issue that mattered? Have they ever cared about an issue that really mattered? Have they ever talked about an issue that really mattered? Not really. No, they'll give lip service things like, you know, Medicare for all, and everyone should have health care. But it's all sloganeering. It all sounds great, right? It all helps win elections, get votes, get people to rallies, but never really goes anywhere, or means anything. The really only accomplishments the left has are authoritarian accomplishments, getting a team to change a name. They've done that. And they've done it twice in the last couple of years, and they'll probably do it again. These are the only accomplishments the left have. Authoritarianism, bullying, because we let them do it. Because we give them this power they have that doesn't exist. We grant them this power. They really don't have just you know, This is the take of Nancy Reagan's book. Just say no. Just say no, no. I'm the owner of this team. I'm not changing the name. Go fuck yourself. And they will have to do that. And many of them will do exactly that in protest and vide- videotape it. Just don't give them anything. Seriously, just don't give them anything anymore because they're starting to really piss me off. You can't have a conversation about something that makes no sense because that's like like saying have a conversation with the guy who's talking to himself while looking at the wall. Go have a conversation. Let's converse. Let's have a conversation about this. No, you can't because he's crazy and it won't go anywhere. Soon you'll be looking against the wall, banging your head against the wall. So there's no, there's no real conversation to be had with these people. Just tell them, no, go to hell. That's it. That's the answer I have for any politician or owner or or business person or anyone who's bullied by the authoritarian fascist left. Just tell them, no, go to hell. I was in Italy many years ago and uh, I had this driver who my family knew who was driving us all around Rome. And he said, well, I just want to tell you something. You will have these little kids in Rome, in Naples and Rome, they'll, they'll just try to bother you. They'll try to get some money out of you. They'll pull on your pants, try to get money kind of a thing. And he said, he said, just tell them Bafangola. That's it. fangol.'" And they'll go away. Well, we need to tell these leftist scum, Bafangul, and they will go away. you got to stop giving them stuff. They have no power to do anything to you if you don't give this to them. They will just complain some more. But what they'll do is they'll complain some more, like children, and then go on to the next thing. And then you bat you beat them down with that, and they'll go on to the next thing. That's what you have to do. Constantly say no. We're not doing this. This is Looney Tunes. It makes no sense. We're not having a conversation. We're not doing it. Period. Aspects of what you're talking I'm, I'm reading uh, Iggy's comment. You can call him if you want. We're talking about Orwell's, oh, Yeah, 1984 Newspeak. And the deliberate subversion of the language. you' oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Actually, if you want to, Iggy, what do, you, do you want to? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me. Let me just do this here. Hey, Iggy, what's up?
1: Hey, Mike. I did. I didn't like to um, interrupt you. You know. So I would rather type until you're happy for somebody to call in. Yeah. I. I think. I think that what you're describing. Uh, you know is is prevalent in all forms of political management now and i and i would argue that you know it will happen um these techniques are employed no matter really who's in power it's just that what you're seeing with the dems now is it's really gone to max deflection like if you look at um the behavior of the spokes the white white house spokespeople right particularly the, the one the current lady i can't remember her name Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah, yeah it's, it's complete utter nonsense. The 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 YouTube link that I put in there is also the footage where Ned, is it Ned something or other from the State Department is talking about the evidence they had for the R- Russian invasion. And right. Matt Lees, uh, the correspondent is saying, yeah, but what's your evidence? And he said, well, I just said, and he said, no, you just said that, that Russia is going to invade, but that's not evidence. Where's the evidence? And he's saying, the evidence is that I just said it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. completely yeah. insane. It goes on for 11 minutes. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. it is nothing but um, a form of both insanity and also a gross insult to any right thinking person's intelligence, because he is literally just asserting something. And then when somebody's saying, no, no, you, that's not evidence, you're just asserting he refuses to acknowledge that that's what he's doing. It's unbelievable. It's so, you know, once again, so, yeah, you know like, I think in again, some ways what this indicates is to some extent, what it indicates to me is that the incumbent ruling class feels so unassailable that they can literally just take the piss out of you because you can't do anything to them.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. It's like the, the fact of the matter is like, like Matt Gates, uh, 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 Proved. It's like once you stand up to them, there's nothing they can do, but they're so used to people not standing up to them, you see. They're so used to getting their way. It's isn't it like a childish thing? It's like children. Yeah, there's have you
1: seen that video on Twitter where it was shot? I mean, literally came out a couple of days ago. I mean, you know, I've got reservations about about this, but I'll cite it just because it's funny. It's a guy who's clearly started filming somebody when a woman pushed in front of him at a queue for a Supermarket? Have you seen right. that?
0: Yeah, I think I have. Yes, I have. Where seen.
1: she's literally screaming her head off, right. going, "I was raped! It's making it worse!" And he's, and he's just going, "This has got nothing to do with anything," you know. And she is literally just screaming like a child. It's unbelievable. And it's yeah. kind of there's kind of that on a on a national scale, if you see what I mean.
0: Yeah, and I'm so glad you're here again because I like to know once again. I, I know what happens in this country, but uh, do they have a push? Does the left have a push for these kinds of things in the UK and Europe to change names, because I'm sure you have some very interesting names of teams, of rugby teams and soccer teams out there, right? I mean, do, do they? Yeah, do they so push? we've
1: had we've had some overt um, abandonment of uh, public murals or memorials or statues, which essentially have some hang up throwbacks to you know colonial or slavery uh, history, right? There has been a few. Of events like that that were probably somewhat fomented. They just looked too convenient, right? But there's, there's been a bit of that. Cambridge College, uh, sorry, Cambridge University is now apparently renaming its colleges uh, in line with, you know, um, ethnic minorities that we have supposedly suppressed. So it, <laughs> instead of kings, that they're doing that, they're going through that process. Um, and then there is a whole general movement in the uk that is in keeping with with wokeism in the us it's as woke in the uk now as it is in the us oh i'm so I'm so,
0: I'm so angry about that sorry to hear that yeah, but it might be yeah
1: little... it's, it's it's almost ridiculous though so what i think is reasonable somebody was saying that they think that this is going to burn itself out was it you or somebody else i can't remember that the, the the wokeism is so ridiculous it's it's indefensible. It's it's logically and mentally indefensible, right? And it is very nineteen eighty four because of that. But the thing is, it's so indefensible and so illogical that it can't really self sustain because it becomes impractical. Um, I'll give you an example, right? There's um there's a, there's a there's this shit TikTok video where this chubby funster of a of a of a non gender binary whatever whatever, is literally saying, hey, uh, I can post a link to it in a minute so people can watch it because I can't recount it completely. But she's saying, I'm just here to do some uh, some new pronouns. There are literally there are literally millions of new neo pronoun options. So I'm just here to do a couple. So I'm just going to do it. And it's like, well, it's not a new pronoun. It is one of the oldest pronouns in the English language, if not the first, right? So yeah. she she's literally speaking into her phone going, hi, uh, yeah, it would really like um, an ice cream cone, please. But can it have it in a bowl? Because it's just it's just less messy that way. OK thank you we appreciate it that's literally what she says off camera just pretending to to give me a lesson in how to use it as a pronoun in a sentence right yeah but the bitter irony of what she's done is she's she's so good at english that she has used um it in several different forms or in 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 sub in subject reference to more than one subject and it actually is confusing. So so you end up going, so is her mate the one who is going to stand in the bowl? Because it, can it have it in a bowl, please? Right? Are you talking about the ice cream cone or are you talking about your friend? Right? That's how unclever she is, right? Yeah. That she's used a very terrible bullshit um Example. And she's ridiculous. also patronizing the hell out of me because I I know how to use it as a pronoun. And then she makes up another one, which is called uh Hugh. Uh so and, and she goes, Yeah, for those people who don't really want to have to identify with a gender,
0: mm-hmm. Hugh's
1: a good one because it gets to sort of being just human. So, hey, yeah, and and then the example she then gives is Hugh would like uh, a a vanilla cone, please. And then she gives the 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 the, the pronoun could be Hughes, H U S, or H U M, essentially indicating some form of gender form, right? You have just confused the hell out of me. I know exactly, right? <laughs> okay. So it's so so I know like it's line. very hard to explain. I'll I'll send you a link of Go this ahead. video, right? You can watch it in your own time, and you will literally laugh because it is pathetic. Right? and what what this is is a form of 1984 corruption yeah. of language so that yeah. we don't understand what the fuck we're talking about so you lose all referential linguistic anchors right and once that happens truth is un- cannot be found once and again that's what is, that technique is, is about
0: yes this is the left trying to push their worldview view and everyone else this isn't like this isn't the bullshit. They try to pass it up as being, oh, accepting of everyone, the bullshit, oh yeah, you must accept what people want to be called. No, no, no. It's saying you must do these things. You yeah. must use this language, or we're gonna cancel you. Look at that poor kid a few months ago. Did you hear about here in the States where this kid, like a 10-year-old kid, had no clue what pronoun to call the kid, and he got expelled for it because he would not use a crazy pronouns. So this is not, this is not like we all want to be kumbaya and accepting. Right? This is you must use this language now. We're imposing this language on you. Once again, proving their authoritarian streak.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make sense for for, for, for the idea that you can invent pronouns like neo pronouns. I've just stuck the link to this this video in there. Right. This doesn't make any sense because. How how can you say, for example, you're in the military who are now saying we need to respect pronouns and then in an in a platoon of 28 people or or 25 or however many there are. Right. Each yep. one of those people mm. says I have different neo pronoun. So I'd like to be referred to as Hugh. I'd like to be referred to as it. I'd like to be referred to as monkey, you know, or whatever. You, you wouldn't be able to effectively communicate with or about people without offending one
0: or all of them. This makes no sense whatsoever. Of course. Look, remember how this started? Like I said, you give them a centimeter, they take an inch. You, this all started, remember, several years ago with simple ones, right? Like he, she, right, they, them. Uh, it all started with that simple stuff. And once we gave them that, once we accepted that and said, okay, well, if you want to be called... You know, she, hers. Remember, the pronouns were simple. She, hers. Yeah. His, him. Okay, but we gave them that. And now they're going off into this once again twilight zone idiocy of these words and language that make absolutely no sense at all.
1: Yeah. But, you know, Mike, there's a revenge that you can have, which is one of them is to obviously completely not conform to it and simply ignore it. But the other one is that you simply play the game by their rules and you impose your own extremely difficult pronoun on them. And then you and then you deliberately seek to interact with them, which forces them to have to use your pronouns. So you go, no, no, no. My 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 pronoun is (laughs) and that's what you need to refer to me as. And if you don't refer to me as that, you've fucking offended me. And I'm going to report you to the top brass. Right. That's the game, isn't it? Iggy, the problem
0: is they're so nuts, they'll do that.
1: Yeah, but can you can you not derive a large amount of satisfaction in the ridicu- ridiculousness that you would have created? No, of course. You watch is, all these yeah. people prostrate themselves, going <laughs> every time they talk to you. And then you have to then find excuse after excuse to make yourself the center of attention, to force them to keep referring to you. Even if that means you run around the canteen stealing food off them. They're going, hey, <laughs> is is stealing my food, oh, and <laughs> it's just done it to me. As well, can you imagine how <laughs> ridiculous that would be?
0: This sounds like a great like skit. Of course, SNL. Exactly, would never it's do a, a skit game,
1: like
0: isn't it? Yeah, SNL would never do a, a a subversive skit like that. But I mean, that is that would be very funny. That would be that's a, hilarious. It's like a comedy skit, you know.
1: But now imagine imagine if people trained their children to do this at school. Right. Absolutely. See, yeah. Take Absolutely. the system down from the inside by using the rules against
0: them. Yeah. Absolutely. No, there's no, there's no doubt about it. You know, there's, there's really no doubt about it. But, and that's, that's another, I guess, way, like I said, I say, just say no, right? That's, that's my theory, right? Just don't do it. Just say, no, I'm not doing it. What are you gonna do about it? That's, I think that's one way of going at it, because there's really nothing they can do about it. Yeah. Um, but your way is also pretty funny, too, where you just go to the extreme, right? Where you just really totally ridicule them. <laughs>
1: Here, have you seen the comment here? The um Daniel saying, "My pronoun is fire, and it must be yelled." Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know, so, I, I saw I saw like a Zoom recently by one of these nut jobs. It was a black woman, and she was like, and she had her pronouns on the screen. You know, these people. Yeah. You know This is happening now in corporate America, right? They're telling you to put your pronouns on the screen, all right? Yeah. And so once again, people do it as as instead of just saying, "I'm not doing this." And this one woman, this one black woman, she puts she hers goddess. And she wasn't she wasn't doing what you're doing, man. She wasn't trying to ridicule. <laughs> you. She really she wasn't being I, ironic. three pronouns. She was being serious. You could well, call her goddess. These people are insane, Iggy. They're not normal. They're, they're, Wait, so I'm, there's something pathological about them.
1: I I I've recently had communication with the UK Civil Aviation <laughs> Authority, the equivalent to the FAA, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy who wrote back to me had. Not only in, I mean, he was the he was um, a secretary to the board of the CAA, right? Now, not only did he have his pronouns listed in his sign- email signature as him, uh, he him, right? So, I mean, obviously he's he's like relatively conventional, but he also actually had a statement in the footer of his um, of his uh, email that said. And believe it or not, it said, I do not expect uh, an inherent answer to this email inside my working hours. I tolerate that it will have to come from your working hours, which may be different or something like that. I'm just trying to find it now. But it was so fucking stupid. I couldn't believe it. It was like, what do you do you feel so liable, liable um, or or so um, vulnerable? that you literally have to write a disclaimer about when somebody else is going to be at work, right? It, right. Was, it was utterly bizarre. And it is, the de- it is the mind death. It is literally the Orwellian mind death another that you are seeing left, in society yeah, another,
0: now. Another method the left uses to try to get you, to lure you into doing what they want you to do, is by saying things like, oh, what's the big deal? They can put that – they'll put that on the end of anything. Now, we can do it with masks, right? I, I'm not wearing masks. Oh, why not? What's the big deal, right? Pronouns. What's your problem with pronouns, Mike? What's the big deal? They put what's the big deal on, on the end of everything to make it look like you're just being unreasonable. You're not being a reasonable person. What's the big deal? Wear the mask. What's the big deal? Get the jab. What's the big deal? Use the pronouns. When it's all, all part of their authoritarian, their, their sociopathic authoritarian yeah. way of getting power over you and getting you to do things their way. Oh, don't be a child. Don't be so selfish. What's the big deal? Yeah, you know? but you know, there's there's a
1: passive-aggressive way of dealing with this, right? Which is to feign stupidity. So never never give away that you understand what the game is. But you you go around being yourself, and then when somebody comes up and says, and highlights to you that you have... Infringed the rules and offended them because you haven't done X, Y, and Z. You go, sorry, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. Really, uh, forgive me, but what's 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 the matter? And th- and you get you force them to explain it, right? And then you go, yeah, no, I still don't understand. Sorry, and you get them to keep doing this until they get to the point where they have actually tried to really explain it, but you now identify ridiculous elements in it. So, for example, you'll go. Okay. So, um, you know, if, uh, uh, well, we could just use it. So you're saying, yeah, see, the problem for me is that if your pronoun is it, and I'm trying to talk to you, but I'm also trying to talk about this object here, which is an it, how do we know that I'm not talking about the object when you think I'm talking about you and vice versa? And then you wait to see what they do. Right. And, and it's 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 the art of finding the logical flaw, but getting them to explain it and, and admit that the logical flaw is there, if you see what I mean. And that can catch out a lot of very stupid people because they can't use the um, because they, they because a lot of people are not clever enough to actually deal with those basic problems because they simply haven't thought about them.
0: You know, another issue we're talking about when I when I was, was talking earlier and I said, why do they do this? Why do yeah. you do these? I think another big reason is people, these a lot of these people who are so obsessed with changing the names of teams or pronouns, yeah. these, these truly are elitist, privileged people who have nothing else to worry about. Like, like most people have stuff. most people in this country, in the UK, in the world have a lot more to worry about than the name Atlanta Braves, have a lot more to worry about than if you called a she or a he or an it. But these people are so privileged, they're so elitist, they're so detached from the rest of the world and what real world problems are, that they can spend their lives, hours and hours a day, every day, on this nonsense.
1: Yeah, okay. So, one of the the questions to ask, if somebody ever goes, hey, we, we renamed this... One of the one of the inherent problems with doing this is what you're doing is you're actually engaging in, in whitewashing history, aren't you? Because you're eradicating evidence that marks out your culture of having done something. So, you know, for example, if you change the name of the, the Atlanta Braves and you go, what is it now? Well, the Atlanta, it's now the Atlanta Wardrobes. OK, <laughs> right. So, so let's just say completely, completely inoffensive, pointless name, right?
0: No, there's no worse than Guardians. <laughs> okay, worse. okay. Yeah. So
1: and so and so you go. So actually, the value of having the Atlanta Braves is that if somebody ever comes along and says, "Why the fuck are they called the Atlanta Braves?" It's like actually, it's because in the history of America, we did X, Y, and Z and, right. uh, and, and basically fucked up somebody's culture and then appropriated aspects of it and we used those as names at some point because we did that and that's in our history. Mm-hmm. That is actually much more mentally healthy to Absolutely. acknowledge the true reality of history Good point. than it is to fucking whitewash history and
0: pretend it never happened by changing everything. Well, when, you, when they, they want to pull down statues, that's whitewashing history, isn't it? They, see, the yeah. left has this idea, this very simplistic, simple-minded idea that these statues are up for us to worship them. That's not why statues are up. That's not why they're up there because they're a part of history.
1: And and they they they
0: get people talking. Right. At at some point they may have been celebrated,
1: but by, by remaining there as a persistent time reference, as society and culture changes around them, their context and your context to them changes and they become instead of a a point of cause celebrity or a a reference a celebrity reference point shall we say they actually become this mirror against your society later which says you know what um that 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 guy there was a slaver and we used to celebrate him but now we recognize that that that's a dark part of history and that is a reminder
0: to us of that you know that it has validity Right. Just by the left, they're offended by everything. Yeah. Everything offends them. Everything offends them from words to names to statues. And when they are offended by something, they believe they need to get their way. Right. Yeah. When They're offended by something. They need to get their way. So they're not offended anymore.
1: And which is which is childish, really, isn't
0: it? Of course it is. Of course it is. It's temper tantrum stuff. That's all it is. Basically, that's all part of being a, an adult that still takes temper tantrums and still believes they have to get their way on everything, you know, and uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's truly insane that we let them do this. We've seen statues t- you know, toppled everywhere, right? Everywhere. They, they, they've, they've, they've done them. They've bent the knee. They've bent the knee and they've taken these statues down that are part of history instead of just simply saying, no, we're not doing it. It's staying up here's a question for you mike i don't know if you know this
1: about the uk but um basically we have tracked we've fallen into line with a bit of delay uh, with the blm movement to the point where after a little while our british footballers or sports people started taking a knee at the beginning of games although Mm -hmm. there were some dissenters right and actually there were some black or ethnic dissenters to their credit now What happened was this started becoming, you know, the cool thing to do, the right thing to do. And the media was celebrating it until BLM was shown to be bent and corrupt as fuck. Right. And then suddenly people went, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't do that now. How has has there been a backlash against BLM and the taking of the knee since the corruption at the top of the organization has been demonstrated?
0: You mean with the money, with the money on yeah. the homes, spent on the homes and all that nonsense? Uh, yeah. Once again, that story, once again, that story was maybe talked about for a couple of days and mostly by like Fox News. Um, you won't hear much of that story on CNN or MSNBC. Once again, if that had been the Trump organization, right, then you would see it all yeah. over the place. If it was Donald Trump or one of Trump's kids or an organization linked to, let's say, the Proud Boys or something on the right, forget about it. Oh, National news, national news. But that whole thing with them spending money, what it was what, $7, $10 million on a house? Yeah. On a base camp? Was, and, and all this money that's missing, they can't account for, that they've got you know, tens of millions of dollars in donations. And what are they spending it on? What are they spending it on? Tearing a city down for three, for three months? Tearing cities down for three months? Piles it, of it, bricks, right? Yes, but there was no accountability whatsoever, simply because it's a left-wing group. No accountability, simply because it's a left-wing group. <clears throat> we'll go for something like Antifa, when there's no accountability yeah, and for them. They're not a terrorist um, group. There was, some, there, was
1: some, there was an article I was reading. I mean, I, I have no uh, affi- affiliation for the left or the right. I don't have any – I don't subscribe to any particular movement, which makes me something like a political atheist, which is probably the, te- the worst kind of person you can be. Because what's the state? Believe in – believe in nothing and you'll fall for everything is one of right. the ways that I could be attacked right but um one of the one of the things i'm aware of is the what was it recently um oh yeah it was the proud boys so so there is there was evidence admit submitted i think in in a case claiming to be the radio chatter of the proud boys at the january 6th uh, event Yet, actually, when it was analysed, it wasn't live radio chatter between people on, on, an inter, on, on radio intercoms at the event. It was, it was a bunch of people using a mobile phone app to talk about TV while they were all watching the same TV channel. They weren't anywhere near the event. But in court, it was presented as if this is what the Proud Boys were saying whilst they were moving through crowds at the January the 6th event right and and the thing is it was toxic because if in that context it would suggest that they were slightly subversive Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of what they were saying which is complete misrepresentation of the facts right that's how badly the state was willing to misrepresent um a particular group right Right. for political reasons Have, have you familiar with that
0: i am i i am familiar with that yes look the fact of the matter is is that there's the Once again, I think we spoke about, I think I said this to you yesterday. Everything here is media created. So if the media says an issue is a big issue, it becomes an issue. Hmm. It's like, 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 let's say Hunter Biden's laptop. The media decided, when I say the media, everyone knows I'm talking about 95% of the left wing which is dominates in this country, dominates probably in Europe, um, said it's not an issue. We're not, we're not covering it because we believe we believe the people who vote for Democrats all the time who run these networks, the people who work for these networks that, that vote for Democrats and give lots of money, some of the millions of dollars Democrats, said, we, this is not an issue. We don't believe it's an issue. We're not going to investigate it. No, no, no. It's all slander. We're not going to talk about it. So it became a non-issue. Now, once again, if that was Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr., it would be an issue, right? It would have been covered forever. It would, it would be the topic of podcasts all over the world. But the media, the mainstream media decided this is not, this is not, the Hunter Biden's not an issue. You know, the Trump Organization, you know, funds is an issue. So that's what's going to happen. So on January 6th, the media here decided that this is a you. This was an insurrection. This was they were trying to overturn. Now, to normal people like you and I and people listen to this podcast, or at least most of them, we know it's bullshit. This whole insurrection, they were going to overturn the election. How were they going to overturn the election? How? How? No one could have overturned the election. We have something called the Constitution. The election was not going to be overturned. So that was never going to happen. Never going to happen. And this whole thing of an insurrection taking over the Capitol, it was idiotic. It was simply a bunch of morons breaking into a building, which, by the way, happens in every big city every day in this country. Morons break into things, right? Right. They try to ruin things. They try to steal But also, it
1: was, it was deliberately fomented by the FBI, basically. And, you know, there's video footage demonstrating the agent provocateurs.
0: Absolutely. Agent provocateurs, no doubt about it. Of course they did. There's no doubt about it. Like you said, there are video of actual agent provocateurs, real people who we found out worked for the FBI. Who is it Ray the- Epps is the
1: one who was literally telling a right. crowd, this is what we're going to do? It's like, well, that's fucking exactly. incitement, isn't it? Exactly.
0: Exactly. And then, of course, what follows... A year and a half later, a year and a half later, just as midterms about to get going are these are these public hearings, the soap opera that they air on TV, you know. So it's it's ob- once again, when you look at these things, you say anyone with a half a brain would see how obvious this is, how obvious bullshit, what obvious bullshit this is, political horseshit. But unfortunately, we live in this country. I can't speak for yours. In a very politically dumb place, people are just dumb they don 't follow things they just believe what they see on t v they don't they don't they don't connect a b c they don 't do that they just watch what they see on t v so if there 's a hearing about January sixth that the Democrats run. They don't let Republicans have any hand in it. Or if they have Republicans, it's someone like Cheney who hates Trump because she hated his father because he called the father of fraud and the Bush administration of fraud and the Iraq war of fraud. So it's a vendetta. Her daughter has a vendetta to to get on Trump for her father. They'll let someone like that be part of the hearings, but no real Republicans. And uh, people will watch it and say it must be something. It wouldn't be on our TV if it isn't something. You See, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be watching this. This network wouldn't be airing this. These politicians wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't something to it. It's the weather smoke, there's fire thing that the politicians love to do all the time. You know. Yeah, so- and there's
1: also a parallel with the saying that, oh, if that was a good idea, it would have been, been done already. You know, it's that kind of thinking. It's all very much the same, this presumptive, assumptive um, thinking. You know, it must – it can't be this because otherwise that. It's like, no – you need right. to understand how the game works. Like, like you say, Liz Cheney. putting Liz Cheney in on, on the other side is a capture move, isn't it? it it's, it's basically a theatrical capture move.
0: Of course. And the other one was Kinzinger, the other one who hates Trump. I mean, the, 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 the people who hated Trump from day one, right? The people who hated Trump from day one, Republicans who despised him from day one. For one reason or another, whether it's the Cheney vendetta, whether it's because he's an outside Republican, an outsider, with a non-establishment, whatever it may be, because he made fun of their friends, whatever it may be. So the people who basically hated him from day one were the two Republicans, the token Republicans they allowed on that committee. It was an obvious sham. I mean it's obviously banana republic stuff. But we've seen a lot of that from the left and the left-wing media in the last two and a half years. Total we banana see, republic stuff.
1: Yeah, one of the but this technique, if you think about what it achieves. That is an example of uh, controlled framing, right? Now, because what it does is it removes or narrows the scope of potential dissent from any of these people because they're all agents, right? And what that actually is, is a form of uh, the stifling of freedom of speech and therefore censorship, because you're actually narrowing the possible terms of reference. Whereas actually you want a complete fucking spectrum of, of even... Cross range going as far as Mavericks, don't you? Involved in committees because they'll then they'll have a full range of voices saying, you know what? Actually, I know how the government works, and this could easily have been X, Y, and Z. But if you never invite that guy, you never get that input, and you just get all this sanitized, uh, pseudo theatrical debate. What you actually do is you've stifled uh, free speech and um, the political process, and it's yeah. it's just that, isn't it, really?
0: Yeah, it is. And once again, it's, 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 it's a circus. It's a media circus. The whole thing is a circus. And the whole thing is obviously there now to try to help to do two prong. One, to try to help Republicans win in November and two, to try to prevent Donald Trump from running again. That's it. That's the whole reason for this circus. That's all. So it's all politics. Just like, you know, COVID was all, you know, political science, not real science. We know all that stuff. We know all that stuff. In fact, talking about that, I'm going to go into, uh, one little video um, just before the show wraps up of, uh, you know, there's a hurricane here, um, here in town, here in the, here yeah, Florida, in the 200 mile an hour winds yeah. or
1: something, or oh, 150 Yeah, there's
0: a, there's a hurricane coming. It's a hurricane coming, and it's going to hit the Tampa, St. Pete area, and the Fort Myers area, the west coast of Florida. And it uh, looks like it could be really, really bad. Um, and and uh, Ron DeSantis is doing a great job, by the way. He's right on it. You know he's uh, he's they did a state of emergency well before the, the the hurricane even formed, so they're they're on it. You know they they they're prepared for this kind of stuff in Florida. You know it's pretty common there. But here's a um, here's a little video I want to play of Joe Biden talking about what's really important as this hurricane hits, as this hurricane's about to hit. What's what's really important? Let me be clear: if you're in a state where a hurricanes often strike like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. And you know, Iggy, <laughs> you you make fun of your guy there. You make fun of the, your, your ex-guy there with the clown hair. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and, and and this is this is our this is our present there's nothing more important for hurricane preparedness than being vaccinated
1: now yeah it's it,
0: can, can you imagine if donald Trump said such a thing yeah it's- clinically insane of course it's insane but it this is a combination of the left wing insanity and of course this guy's got you know i don't know what stage dementia, but there is some some stage and uh it, it's it's absolute once again, this will not get... You won't see this, though, but you won't see the simple 20-second clip on CNN or MSNBC with them disparaging what a moron this guy is. But once again, if that were Donald Trump, we know what they would do with it. We know if Donald yeah. Trump said the most important thing to prepare for a hurricane is to get a vaccine. But But
1: also, the way you could look at this, certainly the picture that I have in my mind, is that what that shows is that you can take America... And you can it, it, it it's, it's essentially like saying that America is a, just a big advert because he could say, you know what, right around this time in just when just when a hurricane is approaching, I like to eat a hot pocket. it's it's better to just eat that just before a hurricane strike because it's a little trickier to manage the hot insides if it's blowing in your face at 200 mile an hour right it's that kind of thing isn't it it's like just a fucking huge advert
0: everyone is as the water's rising in their in their house and they're they're heading up to the roof to stay on the roof you know what everyone thinks that moment thank god i'm vaccinated yeah (laughs)
1: it's it's nuts (laughs) <laughs> but you know but you know you've, you've got to take some solace from apparently the fact that the um things like the vaccination uh booster uptake is at like 1.7 percent or something right which which means that people have had enough of this bullshit in that respect right yeah uh, even if they don't say it they're just not doing it and there's some relief to be had in that
0: yeah and and another thing by the way joe biden's doing which is not getting any press is as Clay Travis reported today, he's refusing to call Florida Governor Ron DeSantis um, because he's Ron DeSantis. So he's not calling the governor of of the state where the hurricane's going to hit, simply because he's acting, he wants to be childish and not talk to the Republican governor. Now, and of course, the, the front runner for the 2024 Republican nomination, or one of the two. So once again, Clay Travis reported on that. It's a great thing to report on. It's important. But you won't see that on CNN. They won't. They won't. They won't criticize him for that on CNN or MSNBC or NPR or, or PBS. They won't. They won't. But if that were Trump, what would they say? If Trump, yeah, but you know did, that, that you know what, that he's, he's making being a child. child. He's being a child. He's being child. Yeah, but he's right. making a medium
1: term mistake because if I was Ron DeSantis, at some point tactically in the future, I would just say that I'd would I'd, I'd manufacture a situation to be asked the question. And uh, did President Biden help us or contact us through? Or in the run up to Hurricane Ian, and you just go, no, he completely abandoned us. He wasn't interested. We fixed this problem for ourselves. Hooray, go Florida.
0: Well, you know and, what? And then, I guarantee you, within maybe a week or two, I'll have that video. Ron DeSantis is a very smart guy. I guarantee you, within a week or two, I'll have that exact video for you to, to play here. Yeah. And then, he, and then he will cite it if he's on the primaries,
1: you know, if he gets into the primaries, he'll, he'll end up using that. So it's a complete mistake to behave like this. You know, you, as a president, no matter what. That's that phrase, killing people with kindness, isn't it? You have to be a uniter, even if you're politically stabbing somebody in the back. You have to bring them close to you first and then stab them when nobody's looking. Not just push them hand them off in the face, right? And then go get the fuck out of my office and never come back here again. That's right. just irrelevant. It's just a childish way to be, isn't
0: it? Oh, it's an incredibly childish way to be. It's an absolutely a childish way to be. You know, and once again, this is this is the, the double the crazy double standard that we have here where the the Democratic president can get away with all this stuff that the Republican president, especially with Trump, but really any Republican, could not get away with. They absolutely could not get away with look, we saw we saw in a situation with the with the Sandy, right, that you said that hit New Jersey, we saw a situation there where Obama remember remember do you remember this in the UK? Was this covered where Chris Christie, the governor of New Jersey, invited Obama and they and they had this that meeting and they had the photo op and they were talking and how the Republicans went after Chris Christie for doing that.
1: I don't think I remember that. Right. This, but... was, this,
0: was, on the, this was on the precipice of the of the uh, 2012 election against Romney. And and they said it was it was a horrible thing for, for Chris Christie to show that unity and show Obama in a positive light. And Chris Christie didn't only have Obama come and have these photo ops of them. But Chris Christie went out of his way to say Obama has given them everything they needed. And they wanted to crucify the Republicans wanted to crucify Chris Christie for giving Obama this quote unquote victory two months before the election against Romney. And Chris Christie said, and I give him credit for this. He said, no, he, Obama was the president of the United States, not Mitt Romney. OK, I invited the president of the United States over to New Jersey. And this this man has done the right thing when it comes to this storm. Mm. That was a non other was political thing to do. It was just a human thing to do. It was just the right thing to do and the right thing to say. And I give Chris Christie credit for that. But we don't have enough of that. And this this childishness with with you know, Biden can't even make a phone call to Ron DeSantis because it's Ron DeSantis and he could be the next president of the United States. He could challenge Biden in twenty twenty four. Is so absurd. But what's more yeah, but you, is that the well, media you know media.
1: you know that Strong, truly strong people are not afraid of others and truly strong leaders actually try to develop leadership in all of the people around them. Right. It's only insecure people who essentially behave uh, in that in, in the way that you're describing. Right. Because they feel under undermined or under threat. Now, you know, Joe Biden is clearly incompetent. Like I I'd be I'd be surprised if he is not um widely accepted to be mentally incapable of standing for the next term he he just you can't leave him to talk for more than 30 seconds can you right so how he could have another debate in two and a half years time is beyond me i just he, he just couldn't i don't think so i don't think he's actually going to be fit to run
0: no i don't think he's fit to run and i think that um uh, I, I've said, Look, I've said this for months now. I've said that no, neither Biden nor Trump will run in 2024. And I, I, stick, I stick to those guns, by the way. I don't think either Biden or Trump, I think you'll see after the holidays this year, early next year, both of them will say they're not running for different reasons. For Biden, obviously, it's mental reasons. And his approval suck. No one wants him to run again. And for Trump, I just think it's uh, the point in his life now where he probably doesn't need it again anymore. He doesn't need to run for president again. Um, I think he can be a kingmaker. I think he's, you know, as he's, you know, getting into his 70s, approaching 80, I think it's better for him just to be a kingmaker at this point than to run for office himself. Plus, I think there's a lot of baggage there, whether it's real or imagined or, you know, or, you know, or, or just a narrative from the left wing media. And it's just, it's a lot for him to run against. When you're not only you running against the Democratic Party, but 95% of the media, do you really want to do that for a third time? And I think he's going to decide no. I think he's going to decide no. I think he'll get behind Ron DeSantis. I think that's what he'll do.
1: I'll have you a $5 bet. I reckon Clinton is going to run again.
0: She said she's not. She just said she yeah, was. but I reckon she will. But, well, you know, I, her word means nothing. I'm not like, I, you know, I want to pretend that her word means something. But I am, by the way, Newsom just supposedly said yesterday he's not running. Do you believe that? Who? Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Oh,
1: fucking right. No. I mean, well, okay. The, the problem with Gavin Newsom running is that do you think he really actually has credibility amongst Californians? Because his 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 actual um, numeric damage to the state is is probably in, a, in, in an Excel spreadsheet somewhere already waiting for um, Republicans, Republican opponents to roll out. Because the problem you've got with Covid and particularly somebody as fervent as Gavin Newsom is you've just got other states to compare data with. North Dakota versus South Dakota, anyone versus Florida, you know, Texas. You just go, this is bullshit. You know, whatever damage California has sustained economically is can be proven to have not been needed because other states neighboring it with exactly the same... Circumstances essentially have just had completely different results, and and people like Newsom can't actually defend that because because it's your because it's just
0: states, you know what I mean? Well, I, I, Newsom I think would sail through a Democratic primary. I don't think he I think he'd lose badly in a general election, but he's he, he's slick enough. I mean, Democrats like him. And Democrats. Okay, him, so maybe know.
1: maybe in a way that it would be politically astute to encourage Gavin Newsom to run in order to further guarantee the, uh, win, uh, a, a
0: win for Republicans, then? Oh, absolutely. If he's so I hope, I hope, I've said many times in the show, I, I want him to run. I wish you announced today that he's running. I, I welcome it. I welcome him running. I want it to happen, you know. And I'd support him in the Democratic primary just to be destroyed yeah. in the election. It's yeah, like, m- m- well, yeah,
1: that's your equivalent of tactical voting, isn't it? Setting up, setting up a loser to fail.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. But I think... Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but I think he might be smart enough to know he can't win a general election, especially after COVID. Has his Bell's palsy fixed yet? Oh, yeah, right. Whatever he had the two weeks that we don't know of, that he just disappeared for two and a half weeks. Yeah, right. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Bell's palsy is probably the most likely scenario. That's about a two to three week thing. So that's probably that's probably what it was. It was probably a Bell's palsy reaction from the vaccine. And of course... The, the, you know, the leader of the vaccine, one of the leaders of the vaccine push in this country could never let it be known that he got a vaccine side effect. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't know. Biden could have had several vaccine side effects that we don't know of. They're constantly hiding <laughs> He's always been, yeah. you know, Fauci could have had bad vaccine side effects that we don't know of. You know, so it's, yeah. it, it's, 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 you know, it's just, it's so easy for them to disguise this stuff and to hide, you know, so that's, that's, that's that that's a big part of it. But you know, Iggy, let me let you go. I'm going to wrap up the show in a minute. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Like always. Always good to hear from you. Likewise. Cheers, mate. Okay. So uh tomorrow, what I think I'd like to talk a little bit more about is, uh I know it's not a sexy issue, but once again, sticking to Joe Biden and what an idiot he is. Joe Biden just said, I'll play the video tomorrow. He, he de- he's demanding. He's demanding that gas station owners lower prices. This is a guy who's the president of the United States, doesn't know simple economics, that the gas station owners need to charge more when they pay more for gas. That's the, And that they make pennies, pennies off of gas. Most of these gas station owners, this is why they have those like convenience stores, that's where they make the majority of their money from. But to put the onus on the gas station, but once again, this is like putting the onus on the oil and gas company, saying they're the bad guys. This is the onus of putting it on the gas station or saying, oh, that's the reason why your gas is too high, not because I'm an inept president, not because I'm inept economically and the Democrats are inept economically and everything we passed has fucked up the economy even more because our worldview on economics is totally screwed up and not based in math or reality. I'm going to blame the get. This is once again, this is the, this is the pattern of Democrats blaming the people, not their policies Blame the people for not wearing masks. Blame the three percent for not getting vaccinated. It's a it's a va- it's a uh, crisis. It's a, uh, a pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? Blame the people. Blame the people, Gavin Newsom. Blame the people for not turning their air conditioning down to eighty. Not not the Democrats. Not Gavin Newsom for totally screwing up the infrastructure here. For totally screwing up the power grid with that Green New Deal garbage. We're not going to blame ourselves. So Biden doesn't want to blame himself for the gas prices and inflation. He wants to blame the people, not the politicians, not himself, not his policies, not the policy of his party. It's the greedy gas station owners. And we'll talk more about that in, in Joe Biden. If you're in Florida, I don't know how much longer you're going to be able to hear this. I hope uh, your power doesn't go out. I hope you've taken the precautions. I hope you're listening to the Governor DeSantis. Get out if you can. Get to a hotel if you can. If not, Hunker down. Make sure you have all you need. I think you need water and food at least for a week, they say. But this thing is actually basically hitting as I'm speaking. It's beginning. The vanguard is coming in. So if you're in Florida, really take this seriously. Believe me, I know these things pass over aren't as bad as they think they are a lot. But who never know. It could be that one time like uh, Sandy where, where it is really bad. So take precautions. Don't worry about getting vaccinated. <laughs> Just make sure you have the food and water <laughs> for uh the upcoming few days through the weekend uh and like i said i have jury duty let's see now it's my it's my it's my business now to get out of this it's my business it's my job to get out of it so i don't actually have to serve on a jury you know we never get sexy things real people never seem to get like you know the big cases i think what they do for the I think what they really want are the morons. So maybe I should act like a moron. No, I don't want to act like a moron. I should act like I know stuff. I think the more intelligent you are, the less they want you. I think they want like total blank morons, you know, blank-minded morons. I think those are people that get like those great murder cases like O.J. Simpson and stuff like that and and Johnny Depp. And uh, regular people like you and I usually just get these very boring, dull, mundane things. So I don't want that. Um, you know, I rather serve on jury here in San Francisco. So we'll see what happens. I'll report to you tomorrow night if I got out or not, (laughs) or if I'm stuck there. Um, Anyway, remember, this show airs Monday through Friday nights, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. if you're in the UK. Uh, I'm Micah Chopley. The show is And Let's Be Heard. Thanks for listening. And remember, Always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.